Episode number 201 of the Getting Unstuck and Living Deliberately podcast. Hi, this is Shira Gura. Welcome to my podcast. If you're new to me, just so that you know who you're listening to, I am the author of the books, Getting Unstuck, Five Simple Steps to Emotional Well-Being, and The Clear Way, Five Simple Steps to Be Mentally Prepared for Anything. These books are based on two self-help tools I created that support you in getting unstuck and getting clear so you can live deliberately. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. I received a lot of wonderful feedback from last week's podcast episode on self-love, which the way that it came out actually was a surprise to me and not what I had originally planned. And so I'm really glad it was received so well. And thank you to those of you who reached out to me. So we are in a new month. If you are listening to this in real time, it is March 2021, and that means I'll be offering a new word of the month on which we will focus as a community. Last month, we focused on being loving, and all of the podcast episodes were related to that. And this new month, we're going to be focusing on trusting. I actually prepared to have this month be a focus on being joyful But I decided to change that because of what is going on in my life now and because I'm planning to do a serious focus on being trusting. And so I figured I'd invite my podcast listeners to join me as well. And before I forget, if you are on my newsletter, you will already have received an email from me inviting you to the free monthly gathering where you have an opportunity to engage with me and share your thoughts and insights and practices from the previous month and learn a bit about the new word for the month and already start practicing on where you want to focus your attention regarding that word. So if you're not yet on my newsletter, you can subscribe by heading over to my website, shiragora.com. Okay, so let me tell you a bit about what's going on in my life and why I decided to focus on the word trusting this month. If you tuned into last week's episode, you will have heard that I am planning to start writing my third book. And not only that, but that I hired someone to help me prepare a book proposal that would be submitted to a book agent so that my book could be picked up by a publisher rather than self-publishing, which I did for the first two books. It's really exciting, actually, and it's something I've never done before, and I feel really ready for this next step. And so I met with this woman who came highly recommended And the truth is, even before we met for the first time, I went through my tool, The Clear Way, and one of the words I chose to commit to being was trusting, because I have a tendency, I think, not to trust people. And I have more of a tendency to doubt people and to just doubt whether people can actually really help me or not. And when I say help me, I'm talking about my work, my business, and really trying to spread my message more out to the world. And so we met last week for the first time, and the way this woman works is that even before you begin to talk about the book concept, she asks you to tell her your life story. I mean, not every single detail about your life, but about the details of your life that pertain to the book. She said to me, everyone has a story, and we need to find out what makes your book unique 
relating to your personal story and to what the book is going to be about. And if you know me well, you know how much I love stories and I love telling my stories. And if you're new to this podcast, you can just go back to any of the first 150 episodes to know what I'm talking about. And so in our 60-minute meeting, I think I talked for about 56 minutes. And it was fun, actually, because like I said, I really like looking back at my life and coming to realizations of why I am who I am and where I came from and, and all of that. Anyway, towards the end of the conversation, this woman, and I didn't get permission to share her name, so I'm not going to share it now, but I'll just call her KM. So KM told me that if my book has a chance of being picked up by a big publisher, the concept or the title of the book has to be different from Getting Unstuck, which was my first book, because I already wrote a book about that. And even though originally I had thought that I would title the third book Living Deliberately, I came to realize that that concept doesn't really cover also the Getting Unstuck part. And basically what KM was guiding me to do was to see if I could find an entirely new phrase that would be like an umbrella for all three of my tools, the unstuck method, the clear way, and the living deliberately approach. And at first, I felt like the rug was ripped away from underneath me. I was like, what, right? I can't give up this whole concept of getting unstuck. That's who I am. That's where I started. That's how people know me. And it's not to say that KM was saying, that I had to do that, but rather she was wanting me to keep an open mind in terms of the possibility that there may be something else out there for me that I hadn't yet considered. So in a brief five second process, I got myself unstuck from the fears that I was feeling. And by the end of the conversation, I was feeling hopeful and excited. And since then, which has only been a few days, I feel like my world has turned itself upside down and I'll share with you briefly why. Well, number one is that one conclusion that has uncovered itself in the past few days is that not only do I not want to write a book that's going to get published by a big publisher, I don't even want to write a book right now. <laughs> and I don't know if KM is going to hear this podcast episode or not before our next meeting this week, but I think this message is going to come as a shock to her, just as it came as a shock to me, right? This is not what I planned. This is not why I hired her, to tell her that I don't want to work with her in the end. And it's not that I don't want to write a third book and even more books beyond that. I do. It's just that I don't want to do that right now. And I didn't realize that until this moment. So that's number one. And that's a pretty big thing. Number two is that I came up with the umbrella phrase that KM was urging me to see if I could find, but I'm not going to share that with you now. You're going to have to wait a week or two or three because I will be sharing it with you on this podcast for sure, because the truth of the matter is the name of this podcast is quite probably going to change. And number three is that with the help of a very good friend who is pretty business savvy, I was able to realize a new model for how I can show up in the world with my work that I believe was probably one of the best pieces of advice I've ever received regarding my business. And so over the next several months, 
instead of working on a book, I'm going to be working on a big project behind the scenes, which again, I'm not going to share with you now, but I will share with you when the time is right. And so the other day I was going for a walk and I was speaking on the phone with a very wise friend. I actually asked her if I could share her name on the podcast and she humbly said, no, no, no. And so I won't share her name either, but this friend, I'm just going to call her A.T. She listened to everything I just shared with you. Actually, no, she didn't hear the part about my friend offering me this new business model. And so A.T. was really listening to me before I had any insight and while I was feeling like the rug was ripped away from underneath me. And she heard the urgency in my voice to want to know now what to do and how to do it and when to start because that's my innate personality. I just like to know things. I like to do things. I like to take action. I do not like to be in the unknown. In fact, I don't know anyone that likes to be in the unknown. And so she listened to me as she always does so well, like really deep listening and holding my space And she offered her thoughts and her perspectives, including understanding how confused I may be feeling and how social media can really challenge things and can really influence and impact us in pretty negative ways. And how where I am right now is at a place where I'm looking to really create a clear vision for myself and my work and not someone else's vision for me, but what's really important to me and how to align myself with my values and be practical at the same time, which is not easy. She really held my space and told me how messy this can get for anyone and for all of us, no matter what path we're on, right? All of us, we're going to fall off our paths many times, and we may even metaphorically, you know, turn right and go a thousand miles in one direction, only to realize we actually meant to turn left. And as she spoke to me about this process of being between unknowing and knowing and how often reality doesn't align with our expectations, but when we trust the process and allow it to unfold as it should, we become more knowledgeable about who we really are on the way. And we discover the world in a way and what it's like to be human. And she spoke about this process being really dynamic and exciting and unsettling and uncomfortable all at the same time. And as she tried to assuage me and offer me different perspectives and reasons why it would be most wise to just, you know, remain calm, even though I was feeling directionless, she offered me a metaphor that I think I will remember for the rest of my life. This is what she said. She said, think of it like a jigsaw puzzle. Think of when you put a jigsaw puzzle out on the dining room table of your house and you start working on it, and maybe you start working on the outside pieces, you know, like the frame, but maybe you don't make the entire frame at the first go, right? And you get frustrated maybe because you want to finish the frame, but you don't have time. So you walk away from it and then you come back the next day and you try again and maybe you still don't make any progress. And then you come back the next day and you finish the frame and you get so excited and then you realize you still have the rest of the puzzle to complete, right? And so you decide you'll start with one corner 
and you'll work there until time runs out or until you can't focus anymore. And when you come back to the table again, maybe you find yourself standing at a different place or from a different angle and you immediately see a piece that just like pops out right in front of you and you know exactly where it fits and you plop it right in with little to no effort. And then you expect to do that again in the next moment because it was just so easy for you, right? But it doesn't happen that way and you get frustrated again. And oh, she said, oh, I forgot to tell you, this puzzle, it doesn't come with a cover. So you don't know what the final image is going to look like. You have to do this puzzle blindly and the stakes are high. And she said, you know, this is what life is about. We're all always in the unknown. We can't ever see the next moment until that next moment comes. And even when it does, we're really back in the unknown once again. And so you really have a choice of how you want to be when you're in this process, right? You can be anxious and frustrated and annoyed, or you can simply do your best to trust the process and enjoy it. Such wisdom, right? And I have to say, I happen to love jigsaw puzzles. I haven't done one in a while, but I do really enjoy them. And I actually do the process that AT was saying, right? I leave it out on the table, not just for me, but for my other family members to be able to join in this process with me. And I don't expect to finish it in one sitting, nor do I expect it to be easy. I actually do expect it to be hard. And I do it anyway, because I actually like the challenge and I actually find it fun. And I'm willing to keep trying even when I don't see the results I want to see. And even though it's unsettling, it doesn't bother me, right? I know that if I keep showing up and I keep trying to put those pieces in, eventually I'm going to get a piece that's going to fit. Now, you may be saying to me, well, Shira, that's a puzzle. <laughs> like, that's not your life. That's not your livelihood. And yet, it really comes back again to this concept of choice. What do I choose in this situation? How do I want to be? Do I want to be anxious and unsettled and frustrated? Or do I want to be trusting? Do I want to be joyful? And of course, I want to be the latter. I think most people do, even if it can be terrifying. And then the question, of course, is, well, how do you do that? How do you not get stuck in the anxiety and in the frustration and in the unknown? Well, the way I get myself unstuck is I take myself through the unstuck method step by step and I embrace the feelings that I'm feeling and I investigate the thoughts that I'm thinking. And when you get to that C step for consider, what you can consider is being trusting. You can consider that everything is happening for a reason and it's happening at the right time and it's happening for you and it's happening exactly the way it's supposed to be and not any other way. You know, transformation doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time by putting in consistent effort and implementing simple practices that you can do each and every day. It doesn't matter if your goal is improving a relationship or weight loss or starting a new business. The steps are the same. You need to live deliberately. You need to choose who it is you want to be and take the daily steps that will create the results that you want to see in your life every day. And then you rinse and repeat that over and over and over again, even if it seems boring. You will create change in your life if you do that, but you need to consistently show up even when you face uncomfortable emotions. But 
if you are emotionally equipped, you can absolutely do that. So I invite you now to think of a place in your life where you are in a place between unknowing and knowing. And consider how you are being while you're in that place. And reflect upon if who you are being is who you actually want to be being. And if you're not, who you may want to be instead. And of course, I also invite you to consider being trusting, just like I'm doing this month. I know it's not easy because you can't see the final picture, and yet, what's your other option, right? When you're being other ways, is that really increasing your quality of life? If it's not, perhaps consider what trusting the process can actually do for you. So you know what I did yesterday? I went out and bought a jigsaw puzzle. I went with my 10-year-old son, who really had fun with me as we gazed at the many beautiful boxes of puzzles at the store. I saw one that caught my eye. It was a puzzle with lots of different cars on it, and each car was a different color. It was a thousand pieces. And my son said, let's go for the 2,000-piece puzzles. (laughs) I was like, I think that's too much. But he persuaded me that we could do it, and I got unstuck from disbelief and simply considered being trusting. And the truth is, I really feel up for that challenge. But even more so, I really bought the puzzle to be a reminder for the process that I'm going through right now. So when I look at the puzzle every day, I'll be reminded to stay in that place of trust and joy even when what I'm doing in my life isn't complete and I can't see the final picture, and even when I have no idea how long it's going to take to complete. The idea is to keep a wide open lens. That's what A.T. said to me, because the truth is we're all simply in a constant state of becoming. That's just what we're all doing. So I just want to take a moment to thank and acknowledge AT and KM for their loving guidance and support in my life. I can absolutely tell you I would not be where I am today in my life without my coaches. I cannot begin to tell you in words how valuable it is to have a coach in your life because a coach not only guides you and challenges you and inspires you, A coach really helps you see your blind spots so you can get through obstacles that you may not even realize that you're in. If you are feeling stuck in your life and you are looking to receive support, please set up a complimentary call with me so we can meet and discuss what moving forward together can look like for you. You can set up that call by heading over to my website, shiragura.com. Okay, my friends, I have so much more to share with you in the coming months, and of course, this month in particular regarding being trusting. So I hope you stay tuned. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck and living deliberately with you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you liked what you heard today, and if you haven't done so already, please be sure to click on the subscribe button in your listening app so you'll never miss an episode. And also, please consider leaving me a review. And finally, if there's something you heard in this episode that really spoke with you, please consider sharing it with a family member or friend. For more information on my workshops, programs, and retreats, please visit me at shiragura.com. 
See you next week.